0: Hello Giants fans and welcome to a new edition of the Valentine's Views podcast here on Big Blue View Radio. Please uh, remember to uh, to subscribe to Big Blue View Radio on all of your favorite podcast applications if you're uh, if you're listening to us that way. If you're watching us on YouTube, please l- like and subscribe there as well. All right, uh, let's get right into uh day one of giants training camp yours truly was uh in east rutherford at the quest diagnostics training center for the first day of of training camp really interesting pretty positive day for the giants it was really nice to uh to see fans back out at uh at training camp for the first time since uh since 2019 since pre-pandemic days the uh few players that i talked to were appreciative of of seeing fans and and you know getting the uh, the feel of uh, uh, of the fan experience and interacting uh, you know with uh, with giants fans again uh, in that setting for the first time in a long time it was kind of cool to see uh, safety julian love and uh, especially running back uh, saquon barkley interacting with fans uh, at the end of practice signing some autographs talking to uh, to a group of fans that that uh, looked like they belonged to a a particular group uh, that had, that had come out together for practice, but it was cool to see, uh, to see some interaction between players and fans. Uh, we haven't seen that in, in, in quite some time, you know, out at quest and, and during training camp and, and, and just the feel of having fans there makes the, uh, makes the experience a little different, uh, appreciate, uh, all the fans who came out, even the ones who, uh, even the ones who yelled at the media a little bit, uh, which is, uh, which is par for the course. So, uh, you know, we, we get it, we understand, uh, but, uh, but we appreciate it. It was nice to see all of the fans out, out, at, uh, out at quest. Let's talk a little bit about some of the things that we saw on day one, uh, it was a pretty good day really for the giants offense. Interesting. You know, we saw a lot during the spring. We saw, a lot of pre-snap motion, we saw a lot of quick throws, a lot of RPO stuff, a lot of horizontal stuff, and that continued on Wednesday as the Giants uh, worked uh, exclusively in the red zone during practice, during the 11-on-11 the 11 11 portions of, of practice, uh, some really interesting formations, Couple times we saw Wandale Robinson, rookie second round pick out of Kentucky, wide receiver. A couple times we saw him lined up in the backfield with Saquon Barkley split out into the slot or split out wide. Really interesting uh, use of personnel. Robinson, of course, is a guy who played two years of running back at Nebraska. So he has that running back skill set and has to be looked at as a threat, you know, as a guy who who the Giants could hand the ball to in that circumstance what but what things like that mostly do is cause confusion for the defense, cause matchup issues for the defense, cause them to have to account for, for who is where and what they might be doing. Uh, so very, very interesting. We saw one play in particular with Barkley lined up, but in the backfield, Kadarius Tony and Wandale Robinson lined up to the left of the formation and uh, the Giants ran a play where both Kadarius Toney and Wandale Robinson came underneath the line of scrimmage at the snap of the ball. There was a play fake to Barkley and a quick, you know, horizontal throw along the line of scrimmage to Kadarius Toney as he snuck out of the backfield. That, uh, that went for a touchdown as well so just really interesting stuff this is definitely not your Joe Judge Jason Garrett uh, Giants offense this is an offense that's going to move pieces around that's going to use pre-snap motion that's going to use the RPO that's That's not going to be, you know, one of the things that, that that we all hated about the Jason Garrett offense was, you know, what we call the stick route, the comeback routes, all of the routes that, you know, if it was, if it was second and seven, the route was designed to get seven yards. It was a seven yard throw and, you know, it was thrown generally to a receiver or a tight end or whatever that was standing still, or that was coming straight back to the football the Brian Dable Mike Kafka offense seems to be designed not only to to have pre snap motion, um, not only to uh, to use guys in uh, in various places along the form, the formation, but it seems designed also to get the ball to players on the move, to get the ball to to Wandale Robinson, to get it to Kadarius Toney, to get it to Saquon Barkley, to get it to to Richie James or Matt Breida or whoever on the move when, you know, whether that's horizontal or vertical or whatever it's going to be, you know, get the ball out quickly to guys on the move. Let them do what they do which is, you know, create yards after catch, make guys miss, make things happen once you get the ball into their hands. So when you guys do get a chance to see this offense, you know, once the season starts, it's very, very different from what you're used to. And uh, considering how poorly the Giants have played on offense, the uh, the last couple of years in particular, uh, very exciting to uh, to look at and see the possibilities as, as the giants, uh, you know, try to develop, uh, develop this new offense. Another really positive thing was that it was a really, really good day for Kadarius Tony on Wednesday. Sure. You guys, uh, have seen the, uh, the spectacular uh, catch he made on a fade route from, uh, Daniel Jones, uh, twisting and, uh, Making a one handed grab as he fell to the ground, getting both feet in bounds, tightly covered by Aaron Robinson. Really, really special catch by Kadarius Toney. Um, and, and what I wrote at Big Blue View, I think, is absolutely true. That one play made his training camp more productive than the training camp he had last year for the Giants as a rookie. So, a positive sign. Kad- uh, Kadarius Tony made a couple of other plays, a couple of other catches during practice as well. Wondale Robinson had a touchdown catch. Just uh, you know, interesting stuff. Moving the ball around, moving guys around. But uh, back to Kadarius Tony was good to see. Tony have a good day. It was good to see him celebrate when other guys did good things. Brian Dayball again on Wednesday said that Tony has been great, that he's done everything that he's been asked to do. Uh, The giants are not going to hold him back at all during training camp in terms of trying to monitor his reps and, and all of that. Um, They're just going to let him go and, and, uh, and see, you know, how things, uh, how things unfold, but really, really good day for Tony. Good sign. Uh, He's, he's farther ahead at this point in training camp he's way farther ahead than he was uh, even when the regular season started a year ago so so that's a good sign uh for Kadarius Tony a uh, couple of uh couple of notes from the the press conference held by uh Joe Shane and Brian Dable on Wednesday uh both guys were asked a lot of questions about Daniel Jones and and, and basically you know questions about what they need to see in order to, uh, to know whether or not he's their guy going forward. And they deflected those questions pretty much, you know, saying it's the first day they're still installing the offense. He's still learning the offense. They like working with Daniel, all of that stuff. Listen, we're not going to get the answer to the Daniel Jones question in training camp. We're going to get it on the field during games during the regular season. Jones made some really good throws on, uh, on Wednesday, he made a really bad throw on a ball that was intercepted by Darnay Holmes. Looked like, you know, from our vantage point, looked like perhaps he threw the ball a little bit late. But Holmes made a nice break on the ball. uh, made a nice interception. You know, flashing in front of uh, of Saquon Barkley. You know, you don't want to see those things at the goal line. You don't want to have turnovers. You don't want to have interceptions. But the point being that the the Daniel Jones question is not going to get answered in training camp it's not going to get answered until until we see regular season games uh and then you know then we'll know uh then we'll know if jones even has a possibility uh, of coming back as giants quarterback next year listen i've said it before and i'll say it again i think the odds are stacked against daniel jones he's in his fourth year um Joe Shane and Brian Dable are giving him an opportunity, but they already have a placeholder quarterback on the roster in Tyrod Taylor, who could be the starter in 2023 as the giants develop a young quarterback. If they choose to draft one, um, it just you know and, and new new regimes like their own guy. So I think that Daniel Jones has to be really 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 good in 2022 to have a chance to come back uh, in 2023, especially if uh, if you're talking about giving him a long term deal. But we'll see how all of that uh, all of that unfolds. Another noteworthy thing from the Dayball Shane. Uh, press conference was that you know both guys deflected when they were asked about expectations they talked about the fact that they're you know they're starting you know from the ground up here they're they're just getting started they're just building they've done the best they can to put a roster together that they hope will compete that they hope will be representative in 2022 but neither guy wanted to say we need to see this many wins this is exactly what we need to see um, you know, for 2022 to be successful. And and I agree with that. I think it's kind of the eye test. It's what you see. It's what you feel. It's how you feel about the team more than what the one loss record is, you know, a, as the season unfolds. All right, another uh, another interesting note from, uh, from Wednesday was that every Giant who is not on the PUP list or NFI list Aziz Ojalari's on NFI, Sterling Shepard, Matt Peart, and, and Nick Gates are on the pup list. Those four guys cannot practice. Everyone else was on the practice field. There were no other guys in red jerseys with limitations. Uh, so, you know, that meant Kadarius Tony practiced in full, as we said before. Blake Martinez was on the field. Kenny Galladay was on the field. Andrew Thomas, who was slowed in the spring, was on the field. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau was on the field working with the first group. You know, all of those guys who, uh, who spent time on the sideline were on the field on Wednesday, and that has to be looked at as a really, really good thing, you know, as the Giants get into training camp here, as they really begin hard preparations for the season you know, there are going to be an injuries inevitably, but we've seen guys go down in the first and second day of camp before we've seen guys sidelined all the time. You know, a lot of guys on the bikes, a lot of guys not practicing. And right now, yeah, everyone's out there on the field. The Giants have their full complement of players, with the exception of the couple guys that that are that are on pup. Even Daniel Bellinger, who had been on pup, was was uh removed from pup Wednesday morning and, and took a full load at practice uh as the as the first team tight end. All right, Giants fans, you know, a lot more coverage of training camp coming for you at Big Blue View here on uh big blue view radio so you know please stay tuned for that check out our our uh, our training camp hub page and uh all of our coverage uh across all of our platforms facebook instagram twitter all of those places so uh please uh please stay with us throughout training camp we should have everything that you need You know, to stay informed and to be ready for the 2022 season. All right, Giants fans, thank you as always for listening. Take care of each other and we'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to do list starts.